Your favorite favorites are back. Welcome to a new episode of Crayon vs. Culture, hosted by LaShonda. My black community, why are we like this? Along with Fee. What I'm saying, let's look within our own country, people. And Ace. Then on top of that, how can you trust, you know, these new people that come around you? And they're the cast of Crayon vs. Culture. Hey guys, welcome to a new episode of Crayon vs. Culture. Um, this is going to be a different pod than what you may be accustomed to. Um, as you know, we did the 1847 Festival. And um, basically, you're about to listen to some of our interviews. Um, the quality may be a little wonky because uh, it was loud out there. But yeah, this is what we gathered. Hope you guys enjoyed. Thank you. Together, if you can see us, it's Fee over here, me and Ace is over there. Um, yeah, so we here and um, we're gonna do a live pod. Um, yeah, in celebration of Liberia's Independence Day. So we'll be bringing exclusive interviews with other vendors and other people, and just having general conversations. But yeah, we here. What y'all gotta add? Happy July 24th or 26th, people. <laughs> and today, today is really July 24th. But happy Liberian Independence from your girl, P From Crown versus Culture. <laughs> she started already. All right. Um, and Ace, you got anything you want to say? Oh, nothing. I'm just out here enjoying myself. You know, just hoping to feel some good vibes, which we are already feeling. So we just, we just out here taking everything in. All right. All right, guys. Um, so that's it right now. We're going to take a quick interlude because we're going to bring one of our um, interviewees in and um, take a little break. It's very hot out here. Be with us. We'll be back. We are live. You can't see him yet. We're going to get him right, though. We're going to get him right. Where are you Thank you very much. All right, we got our first guest of the evening. Hold on, hold on. Okay. Yeah, it's real live, real live stuff. You know, we we're trying to give y'all the best content that we can give. Um, real live, behind the scenes stuff. We ain't like we not NBC yet. We not on that time yet. <laughs> this is LIB TV, LIB time, LIB TV. But um, V knows a little bit more about you than I do. I, 
I've heard of you. I'm trying to figure out what's going on with our camera, but it's okay. Right. Right. So we got a lot of bloopers going on. We got on. a little bloopers. But see, go ahead. Tell us a little bit. Okay. Well, I know I've been following Playboy August for probably like a year or two, uh, two. And one of my favorite skits was when you did that Liberian going in the meetings. You had all the different versions because my mom has been the president of BWI for the longest. So I totally relate. I just want to know how did you get started? Were you in the corner watching us, watching the people party and just started making fun of them? Like, how did you get started? Like, to be honest, I started I started doing skits by like I first started making skits consistently like three years ago, but this is not like I've been doing these. I just wasn't consistent. Like I've been doing skits, funny videos since I was like in like the sixth grade. But like, yeah, but I was never consistent. Like me and my cousin, um my cousin Poco, he do like brand skits too. We used to be in these uh kick group chats, like we used to send like funny voice messages, funny videos, had everybody cracking up. So we was basically like the two the two group chat clowns and whatnot, just acting crazy and like fast forward, he started doing skits too. And, um he tried to put me on, but I was like, bro, like you can take the shine, like I don't really want to do it, but deep down inside you knew I could do it. And um fast forward a couple years later, 2018, um I went to North Carolina for the summer. I was at my aunt's and before I started making skits, we had this talk, and he was like, oh, bro, I think you should really do it. And for real, for real, the only reason why I started doing skits is to get chicks, for real, for real. <laughs> I was trying to get the best. I was trying to get all the time so he was like, yeah, bro, you tell me. I got all these baddies like in my face. I got all these comments. I'm like, all right, why not? And just one day I was home bored, and I had nothing to do, and I was just like, you know, let me just shoot this skit real quick, and since then that's all i've been doing since that day it was like what july 2nd 2018 so this is like what like year three i think so well, yeah i've been well, i've been going on for a little bit you are now. so talented and i don't know if y'all know he just graduated from high school yeah i just graduated he, class of 2021 congratulations. congratulations thank you so much thank you. and i just i can't wait to see what more you have um What's your favorite part about being Liberian? Like, what's your the favorite thing? The food and the weddings. <laughs> First of all, our food hit. Like, no. Yeah. The food. Nobody can tell us Liberian food don't hit. You know what I mean? And then. And if you say it, you're lying. Big lie. Big B lie. Like, I, and, and I said weddings because, like, growing up, my my parents went to a lot of weddings and they used to carry me in. You know what I'm saying? I was that type of kid. I was always active, so I would be dancing in the circle, getting money thrown on me, all that. So I always been listening to youngin'. So yeah, like the food and the the parties, the culture, everything. I just love everything about being Liberian. Like we really top one. They be trying players, but we top one. Like we we the best out, no cap. So how do how do your parents feel? Cause no Liberian parents, they be wanting us to do a lot of serious stuff. Go be a doctor, a lawyer. How they feel about you being Are like you funny? Um, you know, this right here, this is just Instagram. Like outside of Instagram, like I, I do everything I can to make my parents happy through school. Um, Say it again. They, um, they don't really. I don't think my parents really know the type of effect I got on social media, so I don't think they care too much. They don't care. <laughs> yeah, they don't care. They, they don't really see it, and which is fine. They're gonna see one day, but. Yeah, I mean they. But as of right now, my parents are chill. Like they, they chill. They, they don't really bug me about it. I mean, my balance was good through all throughout high school. I would balance school, track, and, and skits. So That's I got awesome. a good balance right now. I'm all good. 
Alright, so what are you going to do in the fall? Excuse me? Where are you going in the fall? On the fall, I'm going to Cheney University. Uh, I think that's the first HBCU. It sure is. Yeah, Cheney University. Yeah, that's where I'm going. Alright, what are you going to major in? Major uh, at first I was thinking about sports medicine, but right now I'm Right now, I'm in really an indecisive state, so I'm trying to make my mind up before I get up there, but I'm going to make it up. Take your time. Take your time. For sure, for sure. You know, so you're still you say, young, oh, you just graduated, you're talented, and ain't no way. You're going far. You're going far. And so, so you say uh, sports, sports medicine, are you a sports guy? Or you just, yeah, I'm a big sports guy. Um, I ran track all four years of high school. I did the 110 hurdles, the 300 hurdles. I was a high jumper. I know. I always been sharp, you feel me? I made a junior Olympics my uh my junior year going to my senior year that summer. So yeah, sports always been a, a true love to me. Um, I've been a big basketball guy, big football guy. So yeah, I'm big on sports. So you're an athlete, athlete. Big athlete. Yeah, athlete. yeah, serious athlete for sure. Did you play in the Liberians, um, kickball? You play in kickball? Oh, uh, I can't play kickball, but I know you put me on the field, I'll kick the ball all the way outside the park. Ain't no telling with me, I'm too sharp. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I don't know. You guys got any more questions? Oh, yeah, I got a question. Okay, go ahead. So, you, you say you make skits. But the one thing I've always admired is just the consistency that comes with oh, it. Oh, man. Now, with that being said, on average, how long does it take you to perfect a, a skit that you're going to buy? Okay, this is it. I'm yeah. about to put it up. I'm not going to lie, bro. If I drop a skit today, I might not drop a skit in like a good two weeks. Like, it really. It really takes a lot. Like sometimes when I think about it, like I really, a lot of my skits are before their time. Like when I first right. started, I had so much idea, so I would just post it every day. Now I'm just posting like once every two weeks because I'm like I'm trying to get everything right. I don't want to, I don't want to do a uh, rush content. You know, yeah. rush Facts. content is not good. Not. So I want to take my time with it and uh, groove into it. But once I get that skit in my head, I'm on it, and I'm and I'm gone for sure. The consistency part, consistency is really a big thing to me. Consistency brought me so far. Like I'm not gonna lie, if I wasn't consistent, I wasn't gonna be far. Like sometimes I think about it, like if I've been consistent since I was in sixth grade, probably been on TV right now. Like for real. But you know, God's time. God's time, time for sure. Yeah. I, I just got a question. I know you're doing your sports medicine. I know you're going to school. But please, we need some Liberian movies. Can we get one or two Liberian movies? I thought of watching the Naja movies, man. I'm glad you. Brought that up. Um, uh, sometime this year, next year, I'll be acting in my first real movie. What? Yeah, it's Yo, called uh, Tears of the Sun. Yeah, yes, sir. It's going to be shot in uh, Liberia. I'm going to be going to Liberia to shoot the movie. Okay. I'm, I'm very excited. It's kind of crazy how it popped up because I remember uh, last year, I used to think all the time, like, bro, I want to act. I want to act. Like, because I don't want to be the Instagram guy forever. Like, I want right. to I want to go on and I used to think, oh, I want to act, but how? Like, I don't know any acting places. I don't know where to go, man. This guy just felt, it's like God just sent him to me, and he gave me the the, the, the idea. He gave me the opportunity, and I snatched it, and I'm, I'm running with it right now, and I came with the shoot. I really can't wait. So, yeah, watch out for this movie, Tears of Time. Tears of Time is going to be shot in Liberia. I can't wait. It's my first real movie. I'm excited. It's be epic. So does that mean you're gonna come back and give us an exclusive interview? Woo! Of course. Okay, y'all. I can never here. For, I can never forget where I came from. I'm always remember y'all. That's my first. Love. That's my first real interview. So really? Yeah. Y'all, y'all, y'all sticking out to me right now. I appreciate y'all. Is it Playboy August or is this August? What a real name? My real. I'm gonna keep it a big. My real name is Augustine. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, my brother named Augusta. Uh, I started getting called August in like seventh grade because, you know, I guess my name is hard to pronounce. You know, they be Augustine and then now. So one day I was like, you know what? Oh my, please. Yeah, they 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 cut it short to August. You know, August inside August inside. They me they put it there one time. And since then, like I just been running with August. I like it. I dig yeah. it. I love it. And I love how humble and um, you, you, you can see it. You know, you can feel it, like how humble you are. So you're definitely going to be blessed, and I can't wait to see what you're going to do. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me. I really, really appreciate it. No, we, we appreciate it. Thank you. And, yeah, go have fun, I guess, in the heat. We all having fun. The heat can't stop nothing. We yet. You know, we L-I-B, we, we're going to party no matter if it's hot. No matter what, man. No matter what. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. All right, we are back. You can't see us, but it's okay. We hear them. Well, you can see me. That's all that You matters. can see Ace. Yeah, look at him and our beautiful guest. I'm not even going to butcher your name, so I'm going to ask you to please say it for our audience. You know what? When she said it, I knew it did that. So right. a few minutes went by and I forgot right. how to pronounce it. No problem at all. Uh, my name is Jawula. 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 Yes, J-A-H-W-U-L-A. Okay, girl. Jawula. Can I ask you, is that Basa Kuru Day? What, what, what is that name? So it's Liberian. Um, I'm named after my father's mother, and my dad is from Liberia. What, what tribe? What's the tribe? A uh, cool tribe. Crew. Okay, that's yeah, why yeah. I say the crew. Yes, yes, the crew tribe. It sounds yeah. like a crew. Yes. <laughs> and this one talking like she's then. Ah, oh, right. I was like, okay, I'm Basa. I'm Basa. Yeah, I'm Basa. Listen, but. To find that out was so rewarding because I needed to know where exactly we came from. And it's funny because we're so loud as a family, but the crew people were loud because they were by the ocean. They had to protect their voices because they were competing with the sounds of the ocean. Right. So I attribute that to not only like my speaking voice, but my singing voice. You yes, know, you are loud, I'm pretty small, but I'm very strong. Yeah, you are just saying to the gates of heaven. You, you, you got the voice. I hope God can hear me. <laughs> so when when did you start singing? You guys missed a dope set by her anyway. I don't know if you guys been on live, but she just did a nice set. So that was dope. Um, so when did you start singing? Um, I started singing when I was one-on-one -on -one training um but i fell in love with jazz and did that for about four years yeah i heard a little scatting in there so i'm like she sound like she into some jazz like, okay. but i'm a neo soul baby like i'm a, up the 90s yeah that's what i do that's what I give me some erica you know some erica some jill Yo. and you from philly and really? then like the evolution of neo soul with ari and then the hell yeah and duckworth it's just like it's it's, it's blending and um, you can actually hear some African influences in a lot of production that's been combined with Neon Soul, which is really, really dope. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. You know, the crazy thing is, was when you started singing, so I was over here chilling, right? Now I just heard a voice. I'm like, oh, well, is that a professional? <laughs> like, because the 
You sounded, you know, you know how you went to you, 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 you know how you said Leo Solo and we, we brought up Erica Badu. She sound like, yeah. you know, not exactly, but that voice is like real, you know what Definitely I mean? Definitely an influence, for sure. She was my first introduction to John Legend, yeah. Vivian Green, Jill Scott, of course. Music Soul Child. Oh my God, of course, Bilal. Bilal, and yeah. And D'Angelo. Oh D'Angelo. You know, so it's Love good. Now, that's yeah. so, now, do you write your own music? I do. Okay. Um, but I also co-write with other other artists as well, the singers preferred because they can melodically relate to what you're saying, come up with different uh, ways of forgetting about phrasing. Yeah, 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 phrasing and diction. Um, but yeah, I wrote a lot of my songs um, and they were based off of real life experiences. Like for us to be, I literally saw my ex of like seven years in a restaurant and I felt away and I was like, oh, we gotta let this shit go. Right, right. We, we've been broken up for like seven years. After seven years, we gotta let this go. Like I was this. like, oh, you still affecting me. So yeah, that song was very therapeutic. That's awesome. So where can people find like your music? Everywhere. I'm the only one with this name on the planet. J-A-H-W-L-A. Okay. If you search that, you can find me on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud. Okay. So you have a whole album out already? I don't. I'm in the process of recording right now. Have you done like an EP? I have done an EP. It's currently on my SoundCloud right now. I recorded that when I was living in LA in 2017. Okay. So question, what goes into you making an album? Um, like, what's the process, if you can give us a short version of it? So my process is I am a part of the entire production process. So I'm in the studio with the beat maker, letting him know what I'm hearing in my head. We're building around whatever melody I have in my head. Then from there, I actually go in the studio and I do baby talk. Because I want to get the melodies down. I don't want to stress over the words. Then once I have the melody down, we start writing the song. Um, go back. I, pr- I have my own studio at home, so I practice my vocals and I don't waste time in the studio because that's money. I know right. that's right. Wait, hold up. You um, got your own studio at home? All you need is what y'all got right now. Great it's great it's not a big deal. We are recording right now, aren't we? Okay. So it's like, it don't have to be perfect, but you need to hear what it is so you're not wasting time trying and to figure out what harmonies work in so the studio. So you write your own music, you record your own music, you mix your own music. Yeah. And you put I'm out your own evil. music. I like it. Yes. I like it. Yeah, it's, it's the way of the world, though, Dan. You got to be able to do everything. You and as a woman, I need to know these things so that when I speak So you don't up, get nobody taking advantage of it's you. It's respect, though. It is. They respect you when you know your shit. Yeah. It's, it's not just... Can I curse? I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. not just we, about, we like, oh, she can sing. Like, no, she actually knows theory. Oh, she knows, like, how to mix. She knows what reverb is. She knows what her vocal chambers a, are. Right. Like, that's important, but I also ask questions. When I'm working with producers, like, what are you doing right now? Oh, all right, word. I just want to know what's going on. Like, I need to know what's going on. So when I go home, I know what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? Right. I like that. Being very involved in your own project and your own thing so you can control it. Yeah. And don't let nobody else control your style and your vibe. Yeah. I love it. And that's a real big thing. Like, you you know what you sound, you know what you want your sound to be. You know what you want to sing about. You know what what flow it it needs to go in. Yeah. So that's very big, you know, outside of you And you have more control. But you need you need to know that about yourself, though. A lot of yeah. artists, I think, we're still identifying our, ourselves yeah. creatively. It's okay to have a reference. It's okay to send them like tracks of other artists. Like, I want to sound like this, and this is what we're going to do for right. me to sound like this. Right. It's okay to do I want to sound like this, right? Yeah, because they did it, and you. But you're not going to do exactly like them because you're your own artist. So it's okay to have a reference. And you know how you have artists that sound the same like throughout, like Indiari sounding the same from. When she first came out to now versus artists that you like, I don't even know who this is from 
album one you mean Kanye? Before. You talking about Kanye? Okay. I ain't calling no names, but you know. I love it though. The evolution is, is, is respected. Yeah, I love it. Right. But you have to get readjusted to that person. And I think people love consistency. It's comforting. Coming out of 2020, comfort was everything. Right. I was right. watching the Parkers knowing everything was going to happen, but I also knew what was going to happen, and that made me feel better, right? Right. So it's if you can find comfort in an artist like Indyre, so glad right. you mentioned her. Her first album, I still play to this day. It's a classic. Magic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's okay to be consistently true to yourself and right. show that. And then also, you know, too, in the industry, like, they get people to, like, they're not really true artists, and you can tell when they have to, like, battle rap or or they gotta like write off the top of their dome or like do a cipher. They can't do it. And it's like, oh, they kind of manufactured you. Versus like you seem like you're doing your own thing, like where you wanna have control over how you're presented. Yes. And it's, I think that's dope. It's my brand. I, I got a last question. Yeah. If you had a choice to choose any Liberian artist to work with, any like cause we're not many of us. So I'm love that. that. Is true. I think I wanna say you're the first Liberian what, what you want to call yourself? R&B singer? Do you singer? consider yourself? Like, do you artist? You are. You yeah. are. So you, you who would hurt. you love to work with? I mean, Davio, of course. I, no, like, he's not Liberian. Is he Nigerian? Yeah. I feel like we're all the same. I, I feel, I'm tired of separating us at this no, point. we are, but we're not. So we got to go to our Liberian people. Eric Ikusi, Pucky Ron, Kibazi. So I'll be honest with you, I'm not too familiar with a lot of Liberian artists. Oh, I'm not. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with that because wrong with a lot of them aren't are out there like that, or they're making some interesting songs. Yeah, I'm so not gonna like, call them I out. Tried, and I found some, like I mean, vocalists, not yeah. even rappers. Like I mean, female vocalists from Liberia. I'm looking, like, and I want to know no, more. No, there's about some, them. there's some real talented people. We just have to get. Like, I think on the ground the and find Liberian them. Woman thing I remember is that woman. One way to get to Monrovia, I think that was the only I got to remember her name, but it's like, ooh, yeah, my tattoo. Yeah. The only female vocalist. Yeah, we got to find her, too. So that's two. Is, that is she? Is that Brenda Fossey? Yes. Oh, Brenda Fossey. Yes. But I remember that song from one Liberian wedding that I went to at seven, and I, one of my favorite songs of all time. But like out of her, I, it's I, like I'm a, I'm a music history buff. I want to know like how it all started, how the right. person started, where they came from, and her story is beautiful. Yeah. And then like Marion Makiba, I know she's also not from Liberia, but she was like she was a well-known African vocalist, right? Right. right. So they, they even see Nina Simone ran away from America, was in Liberia for a little listen, bit. Listen, people don't even know that. No, they four don't. years. We're we giving you facts. We're giving you four and went to Liberia, lived on the beach, had a whole house, and lived her best life. Liberia. She wasn't fooling with America. Okay. Some, some need to shake. Uh, some Liberian artists uh, need to get out there. Some need to shake. I'm not sure what. No, y'all, y'all really, y'all really do because I mean, like for us to sit here and try to scramble, that ain't cool. You know what I'm saying? Like we. And, 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 and it's not shame, but it's like damn. I wish no, I not knew you. More. It's like our whole thing. It's just like why we don't know. We know the veto. We know um, tech, techno. We know Burner Boy. Yeah. We know all these people, yeah, but mean. we can't name our people like that. Like yeah. that's something. Yeah. And we're prideful people, so it's like why we can't get to that place yeah. that all these people get into. Like, they're like being people just like to look who and make fun. Yeah, all we like to do. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's a question of accessibility. Like, yeah. where, yeah. where is the gap at in terms of like their access to us versus everyone else? And I think I think we have to all work together to bridge that gap to get them to be seen and be heard and you know 
of course, don't take advantage of people, but give them the opportunity because there are some people that I'm like, whoa. Yeah, and change the misconception of like Liberia in general. Yeah. There have to be more conversations like this, like, you know what I'm saying? Just not have a conversation here and then nobody else talks no, about yeah. it. Right. For, but that for, would mean for months and years and things of that nature. We need more communities like right. this then. Because yeah. I can tell you, like, a lot of my friends are Nigerian. I, it's very rare. And I'm in Philly. Wow. Right? right? Girls, I'm like, people in West Philly. Like, deep in Philly. Heavy, right? But they're also judgmental. Okay? Like, my yeah. dad is Liberian. My mom is American. My mom is really? as oh. as my mom was that, is that nice little woman that's right out front. So it's a lot of, we weren't always welcome, you know, okay. into the community of where, even my family. Yeah. You know, because Liberian people, we are probably, we can be very harsh. But in Atlanta, we not like that. In Atlanta, we love everybody. And I know because when I go to Minnesota, it's all love. When I'm oh, in yes. Nashville, it's all love. But I, I don't know. Go, but I a, it like could be a Philly thing. Philly is just rough. It is yeah. rough. Yeah, and I think it, I think it's the environment. It is. You you have to have a certain persona to make it in Philly. And I've seen my cousins like get caught up in that aesthetic facade yeah. and not stay true to their roots because like we naturally are built ways that people want to yes. look. Yes, we they have, want surgery for it. We're already exotic, if you want to say, right. because we, we're not from here. Right. But I, I've seen my, my family members adapt more to an American aesthetic than myself. You know, but also it could be for safety, like just to yeah. like just fit in and not be an outcast, right? Which right. I can understand, right? Yeah, because you got to kind of assimilate, yeah. And I think we all have had to do that at some point, but now I don't care. I like Listen, being like, girl, <laughs> and I'm like, if you don't say it, they'd be like, oh, you don't know where you're from, you don't know where you're coming from. It's like, you should know where you're from. Like, when I fill out my applications, I put Liberian, I don't even play African American. <laughs> I am not a crayon. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, we're going to make a new box. Like, well, let's be specific. I know where I'm from. Right, right. You know? Right. So what do we see in the future for you? What's in the future for you? So in the future for me is Mexico, girl. I will be there for two months. Starting in November, I have a residency with a hotel. Um, I'm also a certified yoga instructor. So I'm going to be offering yoga during the day and performing at night. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so I'm here oh, up for that. I don't exercise, but um, yeah. I want a yoga. I don't exercise, but I like the yoga. Oh, honey. And I... For me, yoga is about accessibility. Like we should be able to do yoga right now in these chairs. It shouldn't matter age, size, right. none of that stuff matters. Um, and with my practice and my classes, I, I really preach that a lot for accessibility, community, and just practice. Right. Because without practice, you're not prepared, and you got to stay ready. You know. Right. So. But I will also be releasing two new singles in November. Okay, tell us and about them. And I'll definitely so. The songs that you heard, "Light Me Up," "For Us to Be," and "Distracted" are all coming out in November. That's what's up. Do yeah, you yeah. have, can you give us your IG handle? Yes, so everything, Jawula, J-A-H-W-L-A, everything, J-A-H-W-L-A. You Hoopie, heard? Baby. <laughs> no, thank you so much for coming and stopping by. I guess, yeah, you're part of the family now. So we're going to be looking out. <laughs> All right, y'all, we are back. We're still going. Yep, we are. It's hot. Marathon shit. I probably lost 10 pounds, but it's okay. A labor of love. But um, yeah, we're back and our interviews were still going. Um, we have a special guest and Fee knows her pretty well, so I'm going to let her do the honors. Who's the special guest? Well, I know her as Cornelio, but my new name is Chef Fee, flavors by her niece. Um, We have taken some 
You know, I just came from Colombia. I got a little couple different vibes. You know what I'm saying? She, she, she a true chef. She ain't, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so, she, I mean, yeah, we do. I got some of the Liberian mix, but I also had to just throw some other stuff in So, on the platter, see, that was, I wasn't supposed to eat the platter. I was supposed to show the people the platter. You see what I'm saying? Hey, that's how you know your shit, your shit straight, though. But now I had, um, I had pita bread. And we already know, like, people who got a Fulani people bread, you eat it with a condensed milk, but... I couldn't be too like green yet, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But I got the meatballs, I had the beef kebabs. We just did it a little bit different than we usually would. I got chicken suya, I had plantain, bell peppers, onions, and that's about it, I believe. Yeah, it was really good. It was, it was really good. Thank you. I so when did you start cooking? Because I know you from a child, and I don't know you to cook. I know you're a part of cook. Your pie's a chef, your mind is... No way they're doing... So how did you come about this cooking? Like, how did you get started? What made you started? Like, what's going on? How did I get started? Like you said, my, you, you know, Ma, we came from Snellville. You know what I mean? The mother and then. Yeah, so... I mean, my parents been cooking since we were small. You know that. Yeah, so... The best I mean, boiler is my daddy. Both of your he parents cook? Both of my parents can cook. Both of my parents can throw down. My mom can bake. The shortbread, the cornbread, anything, she can do it. So it's just in the wow. blood. My grandma, everybody. So it just, we just come from a cooking family. So what's your favorite thing, like, like beer dish to cook? My favorite Liberian dish to cook. I know your favorite to eat is okra sauce. You okra sauce, that? you are know. Slimer food, but what's your Slimer favorite food? to cook? Maybe dry rice. Dry rice. You know what I'm saying? Taking it back. You know what I'm saying? Yes. The fried fish. Last night while we were preparing all this food, me and my friend 3 a.m. was eating the dry rice and the snapper. Like, so yes. yeah, definitely. Why Put the pepper on the side. I don't know if y'all know in Liberian culture, but dry rice and fried fish, especially seafood, is a poor man food. But us in America, oh, love it. yeah, but us in America, seafood that is expensive food, but in Liberia, yeah. cheap food. Yeah. Chicken is their fancy food. Yep. So, dry rice got poor food. Got poor people food, but guess what? Yeah, That's the poor people food that makes sense. It's I sweet. I love dry rice But, like you said, like, we're talking about favorite Liberian dishes, okra sauce. Anything slimy, I'm going to eat it. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm eating with Palava the lava sauce, me okra sauce, me, okra sauce, please. me, yeah, sweetie. Yeah. yeah. Like what? <laughs> so we seen that. I, well, I know I see you working with a lot of different people, celebrities cooking. I know you probably want to cook for Kanye one day. You already know that. You already know that. You know? Why Kanye? That's my favorite like, rapper since elementary school. Since elementary school. He gonna, he gonna take you to Jackson Hole. Yeah. What like real artist or person you know you want to cook for? Liberian oh, artist or person I want to cook for. I would say Mary Love. I feel like, I, not even say the cook for, I want us to be in the kitchen together, bro. You know who, you know who did, did our promo? I, I tagged y'all. I tagged you. I know who did y'all promo. So I'm going to say definitely Mary Love. She's funny. You hear that, Mary? I love her. Somebody wants you to come to Atlanta so you can make her laugh and she tells you, cooks for you, I guess. Definitely. We definitely can make that, that happen. Mary Love. We, we can make video of my, me, myself funny. <laughs> <laughs> so question, question. 
as a chef, because I, I think I'm a poor man's version of a chef that I like to cook, but I, I ain't official. I'm just in the kitchen with it. How do you prepare your meals? Is it more so what you like to eat or what, you, what you're confident in and you feel like everybody else will like what you like? Or you're more so you go off of other people's opinions and things that they, that they like. Like, so how do you process the way you cook? Like, how, how do you come up with your methods so like, and your styles and things so, of that nature? So, so like I said, like, I came, my parents been cooking and everything, so I have their background, but also I'm well-traveled. So I've gone to multiple countries and tasted different food. So when it comes to creating food or cooking food i don't have like everybody asks me what's your favorite dish to cook but i'm just like anything anybody will love that's just how it is like i don't have a menu i tell anybody whatever you want me to cook i'm gonna cook it that's right. it like i'm that confident in myself i'm that confident in myself what's the most talented dish for you Liberian food is probably the most challenging because it just takes a little bit yeah, more into it that the season, the season and then it's just like I, when the librarian Uma didn't tell me I can cook, that, I said, "Yeah, like, you feel yeah. accomplished, right? Right, right. Yeah, it's, I feel accomplished." So, so you said you traveled to different countries and you tried different uh, foods. Have you watched the Netflix series High on the Hog, where they like they went to Africa, like the background of like where some of these dishes come from, like the southern oh, cuisine? What's it called? It's called like High on the Hog on Netflix. No, I've never watched it. I'm definitely gonna look at it down there. It was pretty. It's pretty good. Like it was really, really good. They went to Togo. Um, I think they went to Benny. They went to different, different places. Like, it was really good. Like, you get to see the influence. Okay. Like, they, they didn't have, like, I was confused because they was calling this particular rice jello rice. And I thought it was the jello rice we used to. No, it's a high grade of rice. I was, I was like, oh, okay. So I say that to say, like, do you have a desire to be on like, TV with it? Or are you Definitely. comfortable just doing this right now? Uh. To be honest, this is my cousin's event. That's why you you see me at a park. I'll, you'll never see me at a park. That's not my thing. She's honest. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, pretty honest. Um, but definitely, when I make the Food Network, like yeah. Chef Tobias, uh, our other, that's another one. Y'all, I'm sorry. I said Mary Love, but Chef Tobias in Houston, that's who I want to cook for. Who's who Chef he, Tobias? He, 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 he um, has, uh, he's the executive chef for James Harden 1313 in Houston. Yeah, so he's Liberian too. So yeah, the one in Tobias, of course, is Liberian. Definitely so. So definitely, like when we talk about Liberian people, I want to cook for. I want to cook for one of the top Liberian chefs as well. Definitely, definitely dope. But well, what do we see in the future for Chef B? Like, what would like what is gonna make your mark in this world so we can know that that Chef B everywhere we go? Like, what you got coming for us? What we can expect from you? I have a lot coming up. You're gonna see a lot of content coming soon on my page okay. at Chef B underscore. There's gonna be a lot of things that I've been doing. Um, cause you know, I'm only one year in, like one year serious in, I've done a lot of really? different things, only one year yeah. seriously in, wow. and I've had a couple of celebrities, football players, all of that that I've been cooking for. October gonna make Chef V one year, so. Yeah, So definitely. So, love to see it. Definitely. So I've been blessed the first year. I thank God for everything. Like I said, it was a hobby. It was just something that we all did. Like Phyllis, though, like I said, she even asked for my pie, barbecue sauce the last time. I said, yeah, that one's coming soon. So look forward by 2022 seasoning barbecue sauce. We coming. I'm coming correct. Okay. Okay. All right. Can you give them your handles? Your handles? Yeah. So it's at chef c h e f dot v e e underscore. Or follow me on flavors by Vernice. That's the catering page. All right, y'all. Y'all hear that? Flavors by Vernice. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you so much. All right. Well.
I'll let you later in the future. Yeah, we're here with. Are you DJ Mahalo or just Mahalo? Okay, we're still trying to get our camera together. Oh, we got Jesus music. You know, like being people, we can be at funeral, we'll be drinking, we party, we cook, we do everything. So that like being independent. <laughs> you get some of Jesus. Okay. We good? <laughs> no, we're not we're not photoshopping. So whatever sweat drop down, you better wipe it from your face. We good? Just waiting to get word. Alright, we are here. We're back. Grand versus culture. We are back at the 1847 Festival, and you know, we're knocking out these interviews. We are joined by Mahalo, and if you guys are familiar, he's the producer of the song Enjoyment um, with, what, D12? Uh, yeah, and we just found out he's new to Atlanta. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Fee, Fee found you. I think she got some questions for you. So, Fee, go ahead. Yes, yes. I know Enjoyment wasn't your first song you produced. So what was your first hit record that you produced? Or was it Enjoyment? It was, it was a T. Marcus song. T. Marcus is an artist under the Yeah, I know T. Marcus. Yeah. Okay. So I did a whole album for him, as a matter of fact. Oh, really? Yeah. And um, my Buse was one of the songs that really trended on that album. And so many other ones. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I can hear. Him. All right. So, what what else are you working on right now? Like, who you working with right right now? That you can tell us. Because I know you just moved to Atlanta. You are in a street with a grown up woman, a grown up man. So I want to know who you working with. You just can be partying, partying, partying. I know you working. As far as like like beer artists or American artists. Both. What's that, what's hey, that if, either? If you got some American artists, Liberian artists, who you working with? Okay, so um, let me start with the Liberian side. Like I just finished D12 album, um, ten songs. Um, OT. He's a local. He's a local uh, Liberian artist here, but he's popping. Um, on the American side, I got a I got a um, collab with Lil Baby. I'm working on it, but I want a top secret it. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's okay. that. Y'all heard it first. I work with Lil Baby. Y'all heard it real first. Yeah, so I've been collabing with other art, like other producers and stuff like that. That's what's up. Yeah. That's awesome. And then I got, I work with a lot of um upcoming artists too because that's like you know that's like the next to pop. So some of them they don't have big names, but like they working. So, like I got some artists that coming from the future camp, so, stuff like that. So what made you get into like producer? Man, Liberia wasn't ready for my type of music. Oh, you wanted to rebel? Yeah. So I figured another way to like invest in Liberian music was because it was it was not so many producers. And it's so funny we just talked to an artist about that. Like, where are producers? Where are artists? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like Nigeria and all that is cool, but what about us? What yeah. about our culture? They gotta sing when everybody when everybody sing who about the music. Thank you. And everybody yeah. don't need to sing. Everybody don't need to sing. 
so but but then what i do now like i still hear myself because i write a lot of i write a lot for my artists and stuff like that you know so when i hear them i hear myself i'm still like hearing my type of music i want to do anyway that's awesome so yeah. you're kind of getting the best of both worlds right 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 and that's plus you make, you make more money when you produce now is that right mm -hmm. okay. so you, can you can sing you can rap right oh, really? and i engineer yeah so, so, so question, dude, with the way you produce, is it that artists come to you for the for your sound or you're the type of producer that you adjust to whoever is interested or is it a combination of both? I like I, I like the ones that I call because that way I know I got something for you. Right, right. Right. So it's almost like when you, when you got something like, okay, I, I got this artist in mind. Let me hit him up. Yeah. See what you see what you think about it. What you yeah. can do with it. Like when I made. When I make a beat, it's very, it's, it's intentional. Like right. I'm making a beat for you. That is good. You know what I mean? So that way, so you're not just out here just making yeah, beats. Nah, 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 nah. You, you have certain ideas and thoughts. Yeah, writing and all that. In your mind. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. I might do the whole song and send it to them. Right, right, right. And then just That's brainstorm together. You know, adjust. What made mind. you? Where you come from? Where you came from? Trenton. I'm from Jersey, but I lived in Charlotte. So why did you move from those states and come into Atlanta to produce your music and you stuff here with your music? Yeah, Atlanta, I knew Liberona. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you been to Little Liberia in, in Georgia? It's called Lawrenceville. Lawrenceville, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you been there? You've been to Little Liberia in Lawrenceville. Yeah, yeah, we had a we got we had a studio there. Yeah, we had a, we actually had a, a a big house there, and we we had like a couple studios. So your studio is not there no more? No, we just moved the studio to Atlanta here. Oh, so you're in the heart of Atlanta. Yeah. Like, okay, so where can people find your studio? Tell the people where they can find your studio. I know how to say the street name, but Ponce de Leon. Ponce de Leon. Ponce de Leon, right okay. on the corner. At the, at the green liquor That's store. Not doing smart things, or the boy say Ponce de Leon. I even say, he's not in the outskirts. Y'all go look for right, the boy, y'all right. go produce y'all music. in Atlanta. Right. Okay. And, I'm, and I'm definitely open to working with, like, a lot of artists, new artists. Um... Especially new artists, R&B. So, so when you do, like what you just said with a new artist, how do you, I guess, like going back to making a, making a beat for that artist, do you sit down, have a conversation with them, build a relationship, some type of rapport, and then go from there? Or you listen to like the, the type of music that they make and whatever you know about them and then go from there, like with a new artist? When it comes to new artists, it's like business. I'm say what you're looking for. Strictly. Like, why did you be like, oh, I want to work with you? Oh, what am I looking for? Yeah. Um, Man, I mean talent, you know. So, so would you just take the money and knowing they ain't got talent, or do you like no? I, don't, I want the talent. I don't even talk money. Everything is business, you know what I mean. If I hear the talent, I look at the the gift behind the talent, and then work with you. And that's how you gonna go far. Yeah. Right you gonna go far. That's honesty. You yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I have a lot of clients that send me work to do, like from all over the the world. Actually, I mix with a lot of people, so. That's what. So that's like my everyday too. job. So you're international too. Huh? You international too. Yeah, I do a lot of stuff overseas, Europe, Africa. Uh, we supposed to be in. Yeah, right now we're touring, like the DMI tour. We're doing uh 16 states, and then we're doing Australia in September. We just did Nigeria. Um, okay. So we got Liberia in December as well. Oh yeah, y'all gotta okay, go. Okay. To yeah, you know now. Gotta go finish it. Y'all better do it up there. Yeah. And we you know were supposed to. We, we were supposed to be in. When you there? We were supposed to be in uh, Boston. 
but it's 26. Uh-huh. But the, they have some issues. So that pushed back. Next weekend, we'll be in Philly. Yeah. So, so how long have you been producing? How long have I been producing? Yeah. I've been producing since kid too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> actually, actually, um, I say three years. I took it serious. Okay. Yeah. First, I become a musician. Okay. So at first, I was just playing. So do you play like guitar? Yeah, keyboard? guitar, drums, keyboard, That's what I'm and stuff like about. that. Is there anything else besides producing you do? Is there anything else besides music? What more been it? You Liberian man. You got wasting your money on the women, baby. You know what? I'm I'm like I used to have a car lot in Charlotte. Okay. So that's like my that's like my goal here to reopen it. Um but yeah, but I am I'm I'm, I like to be I won't be family men outside of music been it. Yeah. But then you have to but you have to lead a woman. The woman business alone. No, you gotta find a woman. You gotta find one. No, you gotta find one. It gives you a reason to go home. You got an option, you gotta pick which one yeah, they plenty. The tune and plenty and the fun by way, but no one let my Kima. I look at my Kima. Go, go, ahead, go ahead and keep throwing out that bait, bro. Throw out that bait. Please leave my mom. Me and other girls. Yeah. But, yeah. But, hello. What artist would you love to work with? Like, who's your favorite person right now that you're like? Like being American, Nigerian artist, who would you love to work with? Well, I really wanted to work with Flavor from Nigeria, Ooh, and that just my... happened. Yeah, yeah and, and then, um, we when we went to Nigeria, we we met up and we cooked up and we got a song. So, oh, so, you did that. so that's like one. Oh, that's one, and we did the video and everything. The video should be dropping in like in a month. Oh, yeah, D12 featuring Flavor on the face. We, we get all the exclusives. It's actually gonna be one of the one, one big record. Yeah, it's gonna change my story. So next on my list, I don't know. Thinking like, man, I gotta like I'm a Drake fan, so that's like, but that's like a big one, but. No, you gotta make when 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 you do a song with Drake, you gotta make him eat some dry rice or quince. Uh, so you gotta confuse him so you can get in the studio and do it correct now. Yeah, that's one of the many reasons I came to Atlanta. Yeah, and bring him here to Atlanta to record, and we'll find him somebody to bring the food. Yeah, definitely. What I interviewed, I did not be about fun. Hey, you heard it here. Stay <laughs> tuned. You already know. So just before we wrap up with you, what's your favorite thing that you love about being Liberian? My favorite thing, I'm a lover man, so I love the buggy. Oh, the food is everything. You know? That's gonna be the answer every time. <laughs> every single time, it's gonna be the food. That's it. everything about being like that. I think, I think Ace is right. This is what this is starting to be the thing. Yeah, I see no tabagi the other day. Yeah, yeah I see the tabagi the other day. You know, it's crazy right. though. I know that's a popular dish, but I don't, I don't fuck with tabagi. That's like the only thing, one of the only things I don't fuck with. No, I can't. I don't know why. That's I, the buggy I, 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 I can't get it with the business. Yeah, the that, that's it. That's it for me. The tabagi not for cheering. No, I can only eat it if my aunt that's back there cooks it yeah. or one of my cousins. Because the soda, some people OD on the soda and it hurts. Yeah. It hurts. Yeah, <laughs> shit, maybe my mom was one of them. I don't know. But I didn't know when I was a kid when I tried it. I was like, I don't know. Man, when I tried as a kid, I used to be like, oh, no, no, no. Maybe I may try to come back to it as an adult, but you know, when you try something once, you're like, I, I always remember that in the back of my head. Yeah. You feel me? So. So, so I have a question for y'all. What's okay. that? So, why this podcast? Like, what what made y'all? Well, she don't have to answer. Well, you know, um, 
I was thinking, like, this is when Black Panther came out, and everybody was like, Wakanda, Wakanda, like, now they, they proud to be black, but it's just like, they just want to be black, like, they don't want to talk about the, the underlying issues that we have as a community, it's like, we're black, okay, why are certain things happening to us, so, you know, crayon, you do it on the surface, but culture is always going to be so it's crayon, crayon versus culture. So do you want to have a on a surface conversation or underneath the surface? I won't. Be, I won't really go deep with it. Or we just just have a little facade going on. So that's where we. That's where it came from. Yeah. You know, the crazy thing is, um, I was already thinking about doing the podcast anyways, and she just so happened to hit me maybe within the same year that I was thinking about. You no, know, not even thinking about wanting to. Uh, you know, take that route. So I just kind of felt like with her hitting me up within the same time frame, like it was meant to be. You feel what I'm saying? So I was like, see, it's just, it's just a natural fit all together. Yeah. And for me, she just told me to be a part of it because she said you're a damn fool. Right. And the dope part, we all three have our own personalities. Yeah, yeah. So. It's kind of like a vibe. Like, you don't know who's going to feel what way and stuff like that. So, we're in year three. We're here. We're having fun. Right. So, yeah. Right. But we got to well, get, get a personal interview one-on-one -on -one with you when your music drops. Right. Your, your ones you just did with, um, what you said? Flavor. With Flavor, yeah. yeah. We got to get you so you can premiere that with us. Definitely. And we can talk about how it went and everything. Definitely. For the people that were watching and listening. But if you are watching and listening, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm Mahalo Beats on IG, Facebook, everywhere. All right. M A H A L O Beats, regular Beats with All right. S. So follow me if you in Atlanta. We have a studio. We have a we have, we actually do podcasts in the studio. People book it for that. Um, we we may do that because I think we've outgrown our spot. Mm -hmm. So we may be looking to expand. expand. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, we got that. We got studio sections. We got mixing, whatever, for affordable prices. So just hit my DM on Instagram and let's work. Let's get this money. All right. Thank you so much, Mahalo. I've been doing this since. Uh-huh. Appreciate it. All right, y'all. We're doing this live. We're hopping in and out of here. Um, we're back again with another vendor. They're called Petty Gigs. Petty Gigs. Petty Gigs. So, if you guys can grab the mic, one of you guys. Um, can you guys tell us a little about yourselves? So, um, I'm William. I'm the um, founder and CEO of Petty Gigs. Okay. Um, so, a little bit of my background. I, um, I, most of my background is in the tech space, tech and business space. Mm -hmm. So, I have an MBA in. Um, innovation and entrepreneurship uh -huh. as well as uh, a master's degree in uh, in information technology right so the whole idea of petty gigs came about with my uh, based on my desire to help teens and young adults to be financially financially free okay so um my back my my struggle coming to the states as an immigrant i had to work full-time sometimes part-time while going to school and based on that, um, I, I felt like, you know, uh, my, my, my technology, you know, career and um, 
what I know, what I knew, and what I I, I went through. I no no teen or young adult should go through that. And so that's so that you're was, kind of reaching back, like you right, don't exactly okay. right. So that's that was based on my desire to come and and, and help them, you know, be financially um, independent, be financially free through um, technology with um, petty gigs. So why I name it petty kids? Why I name it small small kids or small small small? Why they name petty kids? So yeah yeah, Jenna, I want to know. So petty gigs, gigs is all about opportunity, right? Okay. So what someone might consider petty or insignificant, um, that would be a huge opportunity to somebody else, especially that struggling teen, that struggling young adult that has to you know work and go to school. What if he had the opportunity to uh, use his talent to get, you know, money on his free time okay. and at the same time still focusing on his, his, his studies, right? right? So that's that, that's what we came up with, Petty Gigs. Now, um, this is not unique in the geek tech space. There are other apps that do it, but they ignore most of the teens and young adults and just go for the uh, adults, like 18 and over. Right, whereas 50 million plus teen and young adults need some kind of opportunity to earn on their free time. So, with um, the fundamental ideal of uh, petty gigs, is it more so um, offering the tools to the individuals to get a job, or is it job postings like you're a tip agency? What is the fundamental idea behind petty gigs outside of the, I guess you would say, the um, the mission? What, what is it actually that right. if you go to pettygigs.com, right. what are you going to see? Right. So think about um, every day, every day, uh, someone that owns their home or some kind of business, they need help doing something, right? Um, so what if they could quickly connect to someone that can provide that help that they need, right? So Petty Gigs is based on um, helping people. So on one hand, we help basic people. We help elderly people that cannot move around to seek quick help to do uh, to get to do those things that they so need help like y'all like a bridge exactly right. some sort. Okay. Right. and at the same time pro providing a means of income for um for this teen or young adult or somebody out of a job that you know could earn extra doing something that they know how to do with their hands so why I name it pedicure? Why I name it small small kids or small small kids? Why they name pedicure? Excellent. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't so see it on Instagram. I don't know. is all about opportunity, right? So what someone might consider petty or insignificant, that would be a huge opportunity for somebody else, especially that struggling team, that struggling young adult that has to work. What if he had the opportunity to uh, use his talent to get, you know, money off his free time and at the same time still focusing on his, his, his studies, right? So that, that, that's why we came up with it. Now, uh, this is not unique in the experience. There are other apps that do it, but they ignore most of the teens and young adults and just go for the uh, adults, like 18 and over. Whereas 50 million plus teen and young adults need some kind of opportunity to earn on the future. So, with um, the fundamental idea of Petty Gang, is it more so offering tools to the individuals to get a job, or is it job posting like you're a team agency? What is the fundamental idea behind Petty Gang outside of the I guess you would say the, um, the mission. What, what is it? You know the mission. You go to petygigs.com. 
What are you gonna Shout out to right, so Liberia. Liberia. Every day, every we day, right someone that owns a home and or some kind of basic outfit, they event. need help doing something. But I'm playing the track, the official track for Liberia, produced by A-Carries, company so we make it easy for you to download the app so simply scan the, the uh, QR code over there and you'll be able to download the app or you can go on our website uh, pettygeeks.com you'll be able to download the, uh, the app from there or just simply search the app store for pettygeeks are you on social media we are on social media you can follow us on uh, instagram at pettygeeks you can follow us on facebook twitter 
um, as well as uh, LinkedIn. And yeah, we're on TikTok. We just got on TikTok. So yeah, we're trying to build our audience there to, to follow us. And they do for you background check, so y'all make sure y'all background check clear, clear. Thank you guys so much. We can't wait to hear more from you guys. We appreciate you Thank you. Until next time. Yeah, so keep living life outside the box. Of course, we we have raw footage um, that we're gonna put together to provide you guys a little bit more insight. But um, for those that we were able to interview and and meet up with, it was it was dope. It was a dope experience. Um, for those that we didn't get to interview, um, just know that we will bring those interviews to you guys later on in some form or fashion. But yeah, just to give you guys a little insight on the 1847 Festival and our experience, this is it. Talk to you guys later.